0: now my darling and step back in time with me for a spell back to when the wild things they were not for sale and what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds became clouded and filled with the rot. there was one at least Hello, 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 hello. Hi, everybody. This is Otherland Dreams. I am Lady Stars of Fire, and I'm here with Hill Hippie. Hello. Sorry if we're running a little bit late, if you are actually listening live. We kind of had a flat tire.
1: (laughs) Kind of. What the fuck you mean, kind
0: of? Or I should say, I kind of got a flat tire, and I sat there and watched Hill Hippie fix it. (laughs)
1: Like a professional. (laughs) I think I said that thing, uh, jacked, uh, phrasing. I think I had the tire, uh, lifted, the car lifted, the tire removed, the new tire put on, and the car lowered in five minutes.
0: Yeah, no, he did a bang up job, literally a really good job. And
1: (laughs) with no power tools. That's just all pure fucking hill hippie skill and power. Scrawny power.
0: Scrawny power. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, no, we were running a little bit late because the car went. So now we're here. (laughs) Alrighty. But um, actually, there is something I meant to tell you, but with the whole stuff going on with the flat tire, I kind of forgot to say. Um, I wanted to give a special thanks out to some specific followers. Or listeners, I should say. Um, I'm always thankful for all and everybody who subscribe to the show and who do listen. But we were having a conversation when we were doing the show last week. And it dawned on me after we did the show that I I needed to make kind of like a a thank you and an apology at the same time. Because you have no idea how many listeners or followers I have, which I know also watch the show, that or listen to the show that come out of Europe and New Zealand. Really? Yeah. Well, that's
1: awesome. I was unaware of that.
0: Yeah, and that's why because when we were talking and just battering like we do last week or something, uh it came up Battering that,
1: oh, or bantering.
0: Bantering. Or battling. Well battling probably <laughs> is more right. <laughs> but uh, I remember it coming up that, you know, a lot of it is all from the United States. And I am more than thankful for everybody who does follow and listen to the show, you know, and subscribe and everything. But I also need to say I'm so glad that, you know, we've been able to stretch all the way out to the other country and across the ocean, you know. And across a- the
1: pond, you know, making uh, making headway and reaching those. It was New Zealand and where?
0: Just Europe in general. I have a Europe lot of. Europe in general. Europe in general. But I have a lot. Of people that I have that come from New Zealand, and I don't know why you come from there. And as far as why you've started following and listening to me, but I thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because we're awesome.
0: I know, but I'm saying it's just I get that a lot where it it, it comes in a lot like on my weekly healing messages and different <sighs> things that pop up, and I'm like that was so I,
1: that was so close. That was so close to a phrasing. But it was not. But it wasn't.
0: I, I didn't go there. <laughs> for what? For once. On accident. Because, <laughs> you know, I tend to throw that out there like that. So anyway, all right. But I wanted to say thank you, and that you are definitely acknowledged. And that we don't just acknowledge our United States listeners. And I appreciate no. it.
1: No, we love all, all peoples <laughs> of the world. And yes. we're so thankful for that. Thank you, Everyone who tunes in and who listens, you know, you've taken what was a simple conversation a, that started off as a walk in the woods and you've made something real of it. Not us, but y'all. Because, you know, we could sit there and talk into microphones till we're blue in the face. If you guys aren't listening, that means nothing.
0: Right. And it means we actually do it for a reason because there are people there to listen. (laughs) So yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now let's get back on to this week's show. Now, see this, I also chose, I chose to do moose as a spirit guide, spirit animal to go over for this show. And uh, I, I wanted to choose moose was, I've been picking up a lot of its energy lately. (coughs) But with the way last week's show kind of ended with the horn god and all the different horns in general,
1: are you saying the end of the last show was horny?
0: Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of several different weird ways.
1: <laughs> You're scared, me sis.
0: <laughs> Have you not met me?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fair, enough. I'm Fair enough twisted.
0: I'm just a little bit twisted. But anyway.
1: Just a teensy bit twisted
0: Oh, no, my picture went away. Okay. But with that being said, I don't know. I've been seeing the moose a lot in energy, and I felt like it went with the energy of what we're getting, you know, with the astrology and so forth. Plus, we were talking about a lot of horned gods. At the end of last show, it just came up in all the different kinds of horns. So I was like, I think it's a perfect time to do spirit medicine on the moose in general. So that's why we're doing it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry, that's the way my head works. (laughs) All right. So um, it says, know that, uh, and I've pulled this off of many different websites. It was not just one website, but if you Google, you know, Moose Spirit Guide and whatnot, you'll find a bunch of different websites. Several of them usually say somewhat of the same thing. But if you venture around enough on any of the Spirit Guide, you know, If you Google enough of the Spirit Guide animals and you do enough research, you'll start finding that they all have a little bit of extra information where, you know, this person who was writing this one, you know, was a little more connected to this one. And this one was a little bit more connected to this one. So that's why I pull it from several different websites in general, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So that I'm being able to pick up the different stuff that some people don't go over. As well as I've had to deal with the moose in general in my own life. Know that you are whole, perfect, beautiful, and loving. It is an idea coming from the moose. If the moose has come and passed through into your life, know and understand that you and only you have the authority to make your own choices in your life. <laughs> you do not need to feel ashamed or pressured in any way by your friends, your peers, for having the choices that you have and for them being different from others. Of course not. But see, that's part of what like we were talking about in our own life here just a minute ago, where I easily I don't I'm I'm I okay. If you knew me in my real life and you can see how boldly I am, just let me run my mouth and come right out and tell you, tell it, you know,
1: a bull in in a china shop. Yes, you are.
0: I'm very, uh, I don't even mean to be obnoxious. I'm just very forward and loud and I speak my mind. However, deep down inside of my heart and soul, I'm very easily manipulatable because I, I'm very much easy to be like, Okay, well let me help this person and let me do this and before I know it, it's 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 like I was telling Hill Hippie when we first met, you know, and we were just becoming friends, you know, that I've had problems in relationships, especially boyfriend relationships in my life, where, and I know many people who are listening have the same kind of problem, where, you know, you care about others. It's an empath problem. You care about others. You, you you know, you're compassionate. And before you know it, somehow you're not as important because you've put all of this love and attention and ambition into a relationship, and now all of a sudden it's like, so I'm supporting your dreams, your goals, your ambitions, and what the hell happened to mine? When did I lose me? And that happens a lot, and I don't mean for it to be, like in my case, I don't mean for it to be that I'm easily manipulatable or that I'm naive, but that has to do with learning to stand my ground in those places, and this is a piece of what most brings to me.
1: So, are you saying you're a, a rubber-nosed swamp donkey?
0: What the fuck is that? <laughs> a rubber-nosed swamp donkey. I mean, is that on your camera or your phone right there? What no,
1: no, no. What's... is uh,
0: <laughs> it, the way you're looking at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the huh? fuck? <laughs> no, in
1: the Yukon Territory, uh, <laughs> they recognize the moose by its common name, which is the rubber-nosed swamp donkey.
0: I like moose much better. It's more <laughs> graceful. <laughs>
1: it may be more graceful, but I don't want damn. to
0: ever be known as a swamp donkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I'm going to be uh, insulting somebody in the future by calling them a rubber-nose swamp donkey because, goddamn, that's good. That's almost as good as douche canoe.
0: What the fuck am I gonna do with you, <laughs> douche canoe? They did. Black, 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 black makes you want to vomit.
1: Yeah, kind of, kind of makes you want to vomit.
0: I can understand how you could use that, especially when you're angry with somebody. Like when you say you're going to hand them a bag of what Richards?
1: <laughs> no, you can tell them to ingest a satchel of Richards.
0: <laughs> I learned so much from him. That's seriously inappropriate. <laughs>
1: That's what I do. I bring healing and knowledge and learning <laughs> to those around me. Sometimes it may not be the healing and knowledge and learning you expected or necessarily wanted. But by God, it'll stick with you and you will You're use gonna
0: it. You're going to fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. You will get it. But you know what? That... Laughing is healing. Maybe the person being told that isn't laughing.
1: <laughs> eh, maybe. Maybe not.
0: <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not a swap donkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But like I was saying, I mean, <clears throat> the most is speaking to you of understanding you don't have to feel ashamed. You don't have to feel pressured for making the choices that you choose to make and that you should not have to feel that you are any different or pushed around for those choices that you choose to make. By doing that, you are able to stand strong and proud in who and what it is that you are. You are you are an individual and you have strength when you connect to that strength of who and what you are. And the moose helps to remind you of that. What are you doing?
1: I'm giving our listeners a sample of the show. We never go live on Facebook, so I'm doing a... Sp- sample of the show live to let people know that they should tune in and subscribe to us on their favorite podcast apps, you know, like share and subscribe. And also if you like seeing what's going on, actually here, you know, you can see lady stars and fire twirling, twirling (laughs) with a green screen behind her. But on our video, she's actually in a star field out in the galaxy, lady stars and fire and
0: can you even yeah, see my ca- green hair?
1: <laughs> Not at that distance. And a big old close-up of my gigantic fucking nose. You know, go to uh, patreon.com slash otherlanddreams. Join us for a buck a month. You get access to all that's, of our... Go ahead.
0: That's one candy bar, man. You don't need. Or one soda. You uh, Can you even buy
1: a soda and candy bar for a dollar?
0: Exactly!
1: <laughs> and you get
0: all of our, ep-
1: uh, all of our episodes in video format done with the uh the lower thirds being displayed the the green screen going on you know the tr- camera transitions the v- animated video that we have going on with the intro music it's worth it, y'all. Did, and if it's not worth it, then what am I doing with my time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but don't you also have, um, like, if they buy different tiers there, there's, um, like, readings and stuff that they could also get?
1: There is. There is a second tier that is $50 a month, which gets everything that the first tier does. And you get a free rune reading from Lady Stars and Fire per month for everyone who is a part of the Dreamers tier. It was what the, I think that's what – no, I it was the Awakened tier. I can't remember which tier or what it was called, but it's the $50 a month tier. And I am going to be working on uh, a partnership with Zazzle. I'm in communication with him now to get t-shirts for a lower grade tier to where you can get a t-shirt once every quarter for being a member of that tier of Patreon with us.
0: When you design that, mm-hmm. can you please design sweatshirts?
1: Absolutely. With a hood. Hoodies.
0: Yes, I want
1: a hood. Sweatshirts with a hood are called hoodies.
0: I want a hood. Okay. <laughs> it's coming up all winter, and I'm throwing out that request now. So when it comes to that time, it's in your head. I'm sorry, when, I mean, for those who are watching the live, because I'm uh, from where I'm sitting, he's just sitting over there like he's taking pictures of me with the phone, and that's not normal, and I was like, what the world are you doing? <laughs> so it threw me off. <laughs> All right. But let me jump back into what the show is about. So like I said, um, we're talking about the moose. And so let me give you a couple different associations that go with the moose. And I'm covering a lot of different area here. So I kind of need to keep track of time so I don't overdo it.
1: That's my job. You just talk.
0: Okie Awakening camouflage, depth, elders, energy, ideas, life, magic, movement, self, self self-esteem, self-respect, soul, speed, strength, thoughts, timing, truth, and wisdom are all different ideas, symbolisms that are associated with what you can learn from having moose in your life. And I think if, I mean, Obviously, if it's a spirit guide that's meant for you, then, I mean, it's definitely... I always say when you're doing your meditation or if you're doing, you know, work intentionally looking for a spirit guide, if you're going into the upper or lower worlds or you're even coming across it in meditation, one that shows you it's definitely meant to be a guide for you is because it arrives three times. But that doesn't mean you can't go in and still ask to learn from it, even though it's not a... Actual guide for you full time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it is still still something that you could ask to, in a form, make friends with that energy, make friends with that, you know, that guide in general and learn a lesson. Mm. And it's definitely got some powerful lessons. Oh, yeah. The moose is also considered to be the elk in different areas of the world. So, Mm -hmm. from time to time, you will see... See Europe', okay <laughs> <laughs> So so for some, for some people, I mean like in the United States, you may not have realized that because you're not in Europe. So there you go. Um, different symbolisms and meanings that also go with that are are you feeling invisible? Want to let the world know that you actually matter? Moose or the elk as a spirit totem, power animal, can help you. <clears throat> it teaches you how to make magnificent and memorial, memor, memorable,
1: memorial, memorable. <coughs> okay.
0: Why not? <laughs> Impressions. Um, It it speaks to you on how to make impressions in the situation at hand so that it is a memorable situation. Um, Dive deeply into the elk or the moose symbolism and the meaning to find out how the spirit animal guides can support, encourage, and inspire you. The moose makes its home... In northern parts of Canada and in the United States.
1: Every part of Canada. Not just the northern parts. Every part of Canada. Every territory in Canada has moose.
0: Bad or, website.
1: Or rubber nose <laughs> swamp donkeys. As they call them in the Yukon. Moose. <laughs> swamp donkeys.
0: Why even they got to put the rubber nose on top of it? It's like swamp donkey isn't bad enough.
1: Well, if you're going to go there, you got to go all the way there. Rubber nose swamp donkey. Because, you know, they've got that dip <laughs> at the end of their nose.
0: No, I'm seeing like a moose in my head that's even looking at me like, Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah,
1: what you're seeing is Bullwinkle in your mind and somebody's punched him and his, the nose went flat and it's hanging.
0: <laughs> I miss that show. I'm going to have to look it up now. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I haven't seen that in forever and ever.
1: All right. Uh, Say goodbye to those who are on uh, Facebook. We're going to shut this down because our videos are on Patreon.com slash Otherland Dreams. Thank you for those who have tuned in. And we will catch you next time. Please like, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app.
0: See you later. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Okay. <clears throat> um, the most makes it home. It's home, as I was just reminded, in all of Canada. Am I right? Yes. Okay. I'm making sure that you didn't say something else and went right over my head. In all of Canada and in the United States.
1: The last thing I said was "bye."
0: Well, my head is traveling like. You should understand that, anyway. Um. You are also <laughs> they are also known in Europe, like I said, again with the name of the elk. The two have minor differences, but generally they are lumped together when talking about the symbolisms and the meanings. Do you know what the mi- differences are?
1: The differences of
0: the moose and the elk because they say they're technically have a slightly little bit of a difference.
1: Mm. see oh no. Everything I've heard is the only difference between a moose and elk is a slight amount of size and the, uh, the formation of the antlers. And speaking of antler formation. Well,
0: they said it was slightly. So, I mean, I was just curious because, you know, Hell Happy, you know everything.
1: I do not know everything.
0: But you know a lot of stuff.
1: But, <laughs> but my true name does actually translate to God in one language.
0: Oh, God. And I'm not go. even kidding. <laughs> He's not, and I have to hear that from him often.
1: (laughs) Because it's awesome. But did you know, speaking of antlers and the antler formations, when a bull moose is castrated, it immediately sheds its old pair of antlers and grows a new permanent misshapen pair called devil's antlers.
0: No, I did not. It's very cool, though. Misshapen pair.
1: (laughs) Misshapen pair.
0: (laughs) Well, it goes, though, with it being called devil's antler. So, I mean, it makes sense. But I did not know. That's very cool that they can grow it back. I did not know that. Okay. If there is a word that sums up the moose's energy, it would be imposing. Dignified and monumental. Monumentally, the moose stands some six feet tall and weighs typically about a half of a ton. Only the male species sprout horns, sometimes having a span of up to five, five feet wide. Certainly, this makes this quite an impressive entrance for the moose when it arrives. But those horns have a specific purpose. They're handy against predators. But more importantly, the male moose or the bull fights each other the moose fight each other during mating season for the rights for the female, which is also considered the cow. In human terms, this speaks to us of the presence in a way in which we engage our, engage others. <laughs> Even without horns, the female moose is pretty damn strong on her own. Mm-hmm. The cow. Yes. If their babies are if their babies are in danger, they will protect those cubs. Obviously, that's how most of the animals are, including you know us.
1: Most mammals, yes. Because um, you can't say most animals, because there are a lot of animals out there who will eat their own young without thinking twice.
0: Okay, I re mammals. I take that back. Okay, they will protect their babies when they are in danger. She will protect their she will protect those cubs, like many other mammals. She symbolizes family and safety, particularly through particularly those we hold dear, like our family members. This comforting unit, however, is only temporary after about a year. the children the cubs go out on their own. Some stay in a nearby feeding area, but for the most part, they remain blissfully uninterested in each other after that. So this also speaks to you of letting go. This speaks to you of being able to have peace for the short time and the love for the short time of what it has been being a gift to you, but then being able to Let go and not having to be attached and allowing something else to grow and bloom and move forward on its own in another form. This represents, you know, the spirit's determination of being able to allow this to happen. It's a deeper level of soulfulness that allows that to happen. The main predator of the moose is the bear. No. That's what I got. I figured you would enjoy that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know better. More often than not, bears and moose, they're pretty evenly matched. Even a pack of wolves has a hard time taking down a moose. The number one predator to moose, or the rubber-nosed swamp donkey, is man.
0: Well, unfortunately, that's one of the number one predators to many things.
1: And you know why that is? Why? Because Moose Burger's delicious.
0: And that's what I was going to say when I get in for, for a lot of just spin it completely off of that. Uh, for a lot of different areas of mythology including Native American. I mean, several of them, I mean, they are seen as the spirit guide. They are viewed on a high level in that area, but yet they are given a lot of less sacred energy in that sense because a lot of them in many areas like you just said have been chosen to be targeted for food mm-hmm. where other I think it's I don't want to say and I'm not and that would be completely premature and an asshole of me to say you know like because even didn't they I mean even buffalo which is highly sacred was still food
1: oh yeah they were the buffalo were almost hunted to extinction
0: Right, but it was still very sacred. So, I mean, depending on some of the cultures, because as I was trying to look in and wanted to pull up more information to talk about this, I was finding so much, you know, I, I, where, where it's like they don't want to cross the path of each other where they were saying, like, this is the spirit animal, this is the spirit medicine, the guide, the, guy, the totem, all of that stuff, and how the, that can be helpful to you. However, we ate the shit out of them
1: because they are crunchy and taste good with ketchup
0: but they didn't want to speak about the crossover of the sacred energy of it it felt from what I was reading like they wouldn't give it the right deeming energy like they wouldn't deem it with that sacred energy as much as I don't know it's the way when I was reading it on uh, all these different ep- uh not episodes all these different websites I feel like they refused to give it to deem it with that same kind of sacredness. I don't want to say of taking it away from the buffalo, but the buffalo is definitely viewed very sacred.
1: Yeah, I I find that hard to believe because everything I know about Native American cultures.
0: I'm not talking about just Native American, and I don't mean to make it sound like I was. I'm saying from all the different cultures that I was going into was like, well, say what this is, and that's where we're going to stop. We don't oh. really want to go into, you know how like the buffalo has stories, the combinations of the stories that mix between, or right. they're more connected with different godly energies and stuff. The buffalo, I mean, not the buffalo, the most you have to really look up some of that information to find it.
1: Rubber nose swamp donkey. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's not a rubber nose swamp. Donkey.
1: Rubber nosed swamp
0: donkeys. (laughs) Okay, let me get back on Mark. Where I was saying originally from what I was reading was the bear was one of its uh, biggest predators, but also because the moose tend to go into the water to bathe and eat and eat, and the whales will sneak up and eat them. What whales? I don't know. It says killer whales who grab the mooses while they swim in the waters of Northwest Coast in America.
1: Okay, that's the answer. Killer whales. Because most whales don't eat anything as large as a moose. Killer whales are dicks. (laughs) And you know why that is? They're not actually whales. Please explain. They're giant dolphins. And as we covered on our episode about dolphin medicine, dolphin oh as a spirit guide is a great guide to have. Actual physical dolphins out in the wild are nature's uh, gang rape groups. They're, they're horrible creatures. They're horrible. sexy
0: gangsters. <laughs> sex gangsters. <laughs> they are sex gangsters. <laughs> sexy gangsters. I bet sex gangsters, not sexy. Okay. Shut
1: up. It came out of your mouth.
0: So what? Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's why. That's why the killer whales are like that. They're fucking horrible, horrible, horrible creatures.
0: Okay. But speaking of that, many people do not realize that the moose is able to swim.
1: That's and it's because they uh, dive underwater to eat on plant life because they are 100% uh, herbivores.
0: And it says from one the one I was one of the pages I was looking up is that they can they can actually swim at like approximately six miles per hour. These suckers can move faster even on land than you probably expect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like I said, I mean how big they really are, they can very much be intimidating and they can move very quickly. They are associated also with the water element for this very reason. As you might imagine, moose has to eat quite a lot to sustain its frame. They need they need not eat other animals to maintain their health, though. They are vegetarians of the animal kingdom. And I did not know that until I was looking that up. Really? Mm-hmm. All nature. He's about to look it up to validate if that, the information I got was right. right repeat that again. You were gonna look it up to see if shit. What did I do? Uh, if if what I what I what I looked up was right, was saying that moose doesn't no, need to eat
1: doesn't need to eat what
0: meat. It's uh, mainly a vegetarian. No,
1: it's 100% a hundred percent a uh, herbivore. It's n- doesn't eat meat at all.
0: Yeah, that's but it, the way it was written wasn't a hundred percent positively to my understanding. It was just mainly vegetarians.
1: No, they're one hundred percent vegetarians.
0: But you wouldn't think that. Was something is big. I mean, I guess. I mean, what is it? You have the Why dinosaurs. Cows? Well, I know. And I'm thinking, What was the dinosaur that just was the vegetarian? I mean, so I there guess. Was,
1: there was many of them that were just uh, herbivores. Yeah. They weren't vegetarians. That's a term created by, I don't know, flower farting hippies.
0: My people. Flower fart and hippies, But my whole point is, is you would think that that wouldn't be enough to sustain them. But I guess, I mean, you have vegetarians, you know, as humans, and it's quite enough for, to sustain them. So, I mean, I don't know why I would be shocked by that, other than my own ignorance to the situation, in truth. Okay, in nature, moose also is faster than you might expect. It can run twice as fast as a human for short sprints of thirty-five miles per, na- per hour. <clears throat> basically, don't basically don't chase them because you're gonna lose. <laughs> is what I'm being g- given. Uh, keywords and characteristics associated with the moose also include power, courage, speed, agility. Grace, adaptation, energy, strength, movement, independence, self-esteem, and wisdom. The moose is one of the most ancient and unique of power animals. It lends, it lends you sacred and unique energy. Again, speaking to you of, you know, it can be up to ten feet tall, seven to ten feet tall, uh, and over a ton, in general. They're mating. Also, when a, when a male mates, it can be heard for up to six miles away. Damn. She gave
1: it to him. Good.
0: <laughs> it can be heard for up to six miles away. Um, when the female answers the call, the males will rush and combat anything in its path. Moose speaks to you of being very fearless, and presents you, presents, no, pres, pre, la, 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 la. more or less, sorry, my mouth is not working. It is very fearless, and I ain't going to let anything in my fucking way, is basically what the boost energy is, especially mm-hmm. when it is coming after getting a chance to get to hook up with its paint get the hell out of the way is basically what I am being given from what I'm reading.
1: <laughs> I'm getting mine. <laughs> Unless it runs into another male, uh, moose and that's what their antlers is for.
0: Yes. And that's why they, they use that for their fighting for, you know, who gets the prize, so to speak. <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let me see where I was at. Na, 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 na. But these traits teach the animal how to be powerful in its presence and also with its camouflage energy, how to be invisible when it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So the moose are one of several uh, Northern American animals as well. Like I said, and it speaks to you We were talking about this a little bit earlier where I was saying it is also definitely an animal that was used for food. But there are stories, even though I was saying you couldn't find very many, there are definitely stories um, that you could look up about uh, the moose and its special rubber nose fuck off. It's it's special stories that go with its own mythology and stuff and I do not know how to say this so I'm going to butcher it and then I'll spell it to you. Um, Gus Gababe? I don't know. G-L-U-S-K-A-B-E Yeah. Anyway, it's this, like, okay, it's that word which kills the monster moose. Because several areas. That's what
1: it sounded like to me. (laughs) Like phlegm.
0: But this is the story. It's that you could look up. And like I said, because I cannot even pronounce that, it's G U, sorry, G L U S K A B E kills the monster moose. Mm -hmm. Because for several. Different levels of mythology, too. Moose was seen as a monster instead of, that's why I was saying in several different areas when I started to look it up, some would see it more of a monster instead of a sacred animal. So it has its ups and its downs. It has its light and its dark side. It is. There's also a story, the catfish and the moose. Um, But you can look all of that up and understanding under uh, some Native American mythology. Mm-hmm. There's also a goddess that, there's, I only found one goddess that is connected to the moose. The moose goddess, um, and there's no way in the world I can pronounce this, but you can look it up if you want.
1: All right, hang on, coming over.
0: Yeah, because that's even harder. <laughs> Here he comes, because he doesn't want to sound stupid, because I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) I like to see hipster when he's trying to figure it out. (laughs) It makes me feel a little bit less dumb. (laughs) Andajigua. What? Andajigua. Andajigua. I'm not going to go into all of that because I do need to move on into uh, the part two, talking about some of the more symbolisms and uh, and and so forth, you know. But I wanted to let you know and 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 I can't pronounce that. It is N H D A G W I J. it was considered a moose goddess because like I said you don't find a whole super super ton about the moose when it's connecting to the goddesses or the gods in this area and I was a little bit surprised when I started to look that up but let me get over here to where I'm talking before we run out of time let me jump in here and pull up some of these ideas that I had No, 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 no. Okay, some moose symbolism and meanings. The solid stance of the moose is a symbol of personal authority. It is power, but not one that is wielded wildly. It is a type of power that is not wielded over others, but over oneself. It is a manifestation of your... Inner focal points and inner control. The moose believes that only he can make the decisions in his in his life for himself, not anyone else. This is speaking to you of being able to understand and come into a very firm place in this. It speaks to you of adapting that symbolism and that very individuality. He stands strong and proud. He's. And he stays true to the things he stands for, even when people tell him otherwise. This is how you would be perceiving the energy within yourself. The moose thrives in the unique frame of mind and draws strength from it.
1: I have a question for you. Okay. Does seeing a moose mean that love is coming? Or a moose guide appearing?
0: I do not know. According to, I would see it more as self love than according to the research
1: I've uh, as long as you're
0: not being charged, (laughs) then you would know love is coming, but not for you.
1: (laughs) And if it arrives, you better have some earplugs
0: or some antlers.
1: (laughs) But when the, the moose spirit animal appears to you, know that you are being encouraged to create an atmosphere in your life that will attract love and make love flourish. Listen to what your heart is telling you and let it feel your life. This is the time to cultivate new friendships, which can very well turn into romantic relationships. If you're already in a committed relationship, the moose symbolism can change it for the better.
0: Well, I can see that, though. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see that. I mean, with its energy, like I said, I mean, I was feeling very much connected to, just in general, the antlers of these animals right now because that's part of where I happen to be in my life at this moment, but...
1: You want a head. so you need antlers. I get it.
0: I love you too, dear. (laughs) (laughs) When the moose comes into your life as your spare animal, it is trying to tell you that it is time to make your presence known in whatever field it is that you are in. There are two ways a person can exert its presence. Active and passive like the moose you can use the natural qualities to stand out this may this may be making stature this may be this may be your stature and a way of looking and carrying yourself like standing tall firm making sure that you are Am I reading? Am I, I interpreting that wrong? No, you're good. Okay, um, but then there is also the camouflage effect. So sometimes you need to sit back and watch, and not really be, uh, not really bring yourself forward. How much time do I have left? It's time to move forward. Okay, I will make sure I will post all of this on Otherland Dreams on Facebook. The rest of these pieces, so we can move forward.
1: Absolutely, not a
0: problem. Love it.
1: But um, <laughs> just to continue. There is one thing I want to talk about as well as far as the, uh, the moose symbolism and finding love in relationships. There is such a thing known as the Canadian Moose Sex Project.
0: I'm done with you. I'm throwing you out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this project is all about taking the love across the borders. Literally, the, this project encourages moose to cross the border from Canada. Into the United States in search of love. You know, so we can all get over our differences. We can all get over our boundaries and see each other for what we are. Horny, rubber
0: nosed swamp donkeys. <laughs> I knew the horny, rubber nosed swamp donkey was going to have to come back into that somehow. Gotta love him. He's a little twisted, but you know, he's my friend. <laughs> God knows I'm a little eight up in head. <laughs> a little. <laughs> so cross the border, and go after love. Please don't attack anybody all the way. <laughs>
1: That's the kind thing to do.
0: <laughs> all right. Dave, was you going into Solar Him?
1: There's nothing going on right now.
0: All righty. Let me just pull this up because I was expecting him to jump onto that. You... <laughs> Sorry. You,
1: if you're expecting me to jump onto something like that, <laughs> you don't know me very well
0: at all. Uh, yeah. No. Christ I'm gonna, Almighty! I'm just gonna shut up right there. <laughs> all right. Oh, but... Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. Oh no! Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what's coming. If I can find it. Fr-
0: Crazy. <laughs> I knew it had to come out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, everybody, let's look at the astrology. I've been telling you that, you know, the energies were completely just, you know, more or less. Um, you have Saturn that is going to go direct tomorrow on the 18th. Now, I've been saying this whole time. Saturn in Capricorn is sitting on top of the South Node. And this is speaking to you of something of your past, past lives, or something that you've gotten very good at, but it doesn't serve you anymore. And learning to change these rules, walls, and boundaries. And with it coming out of retrograde... More or less, if you've been feeling anxieties coming in over the last few days, you know, a little bit tense, overpressured, overwhelmed, ang- just full of anxiety in different levels, that is personally your Saturn going, what the fuck did I miss on the memo? It's like Reed is like going back over and did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Uh, you know, do I have everything in place? Because when it goes direct, it's going to sit still, still, even though it, Saturn has been direct for, I mean, in a retrograde for a while. But when they make that shift from retrograde to direct, it's like a slow down process it's like the planet doesn't really move it's like it's just sitting still like at the desk and organizing it all so it has that Virgo energy going on let me organize let me analyze and let me make sure that all my shit is in order so that when I start to go back outwardly because Saturn loves its rules walls and boundaries I need to know all about the limitations and the withholdings and what's going on and I need to be you know the executive boss here And he's actually the skeleton. He's what keeps the world and you from colliding and, you know, colliding into a a crash, more or less, into a car accident, so to speak. He is what sets those rules, those walls, those boundaries. And with him coming out of retrograde tomorrow on the 18th, sitting in Capricorn, talking to you about setting the brand new foundations of what you need to set in an outer community for yourself as you grow and mature, especially soulfully and especially soulfully because it's sitting right next to Pluto and it's still in retrograde and it's sitting right on top of the South node. The South node is saying there is a whole lot of shit that you've gotten very good at that absolutely does no fucking good for you. Um, Again, like uh, I'll use myself as an example, you know, I don't mean to, uh, I I was just saying this to uh, Hill Hippie right before the show started. I have a problem where I'm starting, uh, I'll use this as uh, as an easy analogy. There's a difference between crying wolf and there actually being a wolf starting to realize where the rules, the walls, the boundaries are. Are they set properly? Are you in a healthy boundaries to keep yourself moving in new forward levels? And most likely, these are things that you are not going to want to change because you're very comfortable with with the rules that you have. And so the last few minutes last week and next week, because... In the eyes of how these planets move, that's like a blink, which would take approximately two weeks to a month. Right. You know, of going, let me sit at the desk, let me organize this shit. What is right? What is wrong? Where have I fucked this up? Okay, now I've got it straight. But do I know how to do it now that I've got it straight? <laughs> You know what I'm saying it's like I've gotten all of these in this pile all of these in this pile this is this pile and now let me actually start moving it forward because karma is about to shift karma is about to shift and um be in abundance because as Saturn shifts and changes it's been going let me take these questions let me let me discover let me try this out but over this time it's been going it's been taking notes, even if you haven't. It's been taking notes on, as to what is healthy for you, what is not healthy for you. And your higher self knows what you should be doing. But it's that ego self, because I've been saying for the last two weeks, there has been a lot of, because of that South node sitting on this Saturn that's about to go direct tomorrow, is very much pushing ego's expiration date. Now, we'll never completely kill ego because ego is, you know, just as ancient as any uh, as many other ancient energies, but it will find a new way of messing with you because that's ego's job. However, what you've gotten comfortable with and don't realize that ego has conquered you, this is where it's feeling the expiration date coming to an end because soulfulness is trying to speak to you about... Where you're allowing the ego to still pull those rules, walls, and boundaries in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're definitely going to be noticing this over those, you know, typically the next two weeks. And about that time is when Pluto is going to go direct. Pluto will come out of retrograde as well and go direct. I believe it's on October 3rd. So that gives it a little bit of time before Pluto's going to back up its energy in a straightforward motion. However, the thing that most people don't understand, Pluto is the only planet when it goes retrograde that doesn't turn inward. Pluto always is inward. It's death, decay, and destruction for renewal, rebirth, and regeneration. It's how you spiritually evolve, how you spiritually grow, mature, and bloom. So with it being in Capricorn, it's definitely backing up. Let's get rid of what the North Node, that ego, those rules, walls, and boundaries hasn't been able to get past because it's keeping you from evolving. It's keeping you from setting the proper boundaries that help you experience your true authority, your true self, your true authenticity, a new higher level of what you are and your purpose. And this energy from Pluto that is still in retrograde is still evaluating what Saturn thinks it learned, so they can still smack Saturn upside the head for the next two weeks, and what I'm trying to say is, Pluto, when it's in retrograde, is the only planet that goes into overdrive, so as of October 3rd, it will actually start to relax some, so the energies, even though Saturn is going direct, is still going to be pushed and that anxiety of what you're not stepping up to the plate about is still going to be feeling that push until approximately October 3rd when Saturn, when Pluto is like, okay, okay, okay. I'm done whooping your ass. Now we'll move forward with what, whatever I got learned, whatever you got through your thick head in this amount of time. I look at it as... The way I explain it to a lot of people is, is if you looked at source energy, you looked at God's consciousness, it is when, when God is knocking down the door and saying, this shit has to change and I'm done with this shit. Well, he's about to finally sit down and go, either you learned your lesson or you didn't, but you have until October 3rd for him to finish going, okay, I give up. We'll work with this. And that could be a very positive thing or a very negative thing because everything that you're learning from this energy that's been happening over the last, what, six months since Saturn was in retrograde and especially the next three weeks until Pluto goes direct is really everything you're setting the foundations for for pretty much the next 20 years of your life. So this is a very powerful energy, and it's very important that you are listening to your soulfulness. You're listening to your higher self. You're trusting in your gut, your intuition, and that you're willing to adapt and change. It is the most important thing that you need to understand because this, on a universal level, is speaking to you of the outer community and how how you make that outer community work for you. Not you work for it. With that being said, you have Mercury and Venus that moved into Libra, the universal seventh house, and you have Make Make and Haumea still here. This is the collective consciousness itself. This is also how how and where are you on the level of the growth of the lotus flower? So your collective consciousness is now getting a taste of extra sensitivity and extra communication as to, are you in the muddy, murky, shitty waters that you can't see past the mud that's in front of your face? Are you starting to come up through the frothy water? And are you possibly able to start seeing the light if you reach far enough towards it? So in a form, this has that North Star energy. This has, and when I say the North Star energy, the way that it's always given to me, has everything to do with, you know, the seed that's been planted. When I In a lot of readings that I've been doing lately, Spirit is saying a lot of the energy has been in the womb, like a baby that's been being carried by the mother in the belly. The baby is already alive, but it hasn't been birthed yet. But that doesn't mean it's not alive. It's just about to be in a new transformation that will bring it into this life. And what I'm being given is some of this energy that you're getting from that universal seventh house, which is the relationship zone, has everything to do with what's in the belly, what is in the womb. Because you're about to truthfully really birth that. And if you're birthing information from the lotus flower's Lower levels of being in the muddy, murky water. You know, you can't see through the shit for the light for nothing. Then you're also bringing into the collective consciousness of yourself and those relationships the sensitivity and the communication to actually create it to be that muddy, murky water. Or are you starting to go, I, I can see the light. I'm going to keep re- reaching. I'm going to keep stretching. This speaks to you, like I said, of that, south, uh, uh, that north star energy. The north star energy is given to me as, you know, you plant the seed in the ground and you nurture it while it's in the ground so that it will grow and break through from the ground and, you know, stretch up towards the sun. You know it's there. You can't see it. This is part of what that energy is. You know what's in the womb. You know what you're creating. You understand the truthfulness of your very collective consciousness within these relationships because you're about to birth them next month. This is something that you will be coming into the energy of, you know, as you are coming through that. And the collective consciousness is trying to help you understand what is in the womb. So, It's very much an important time. You've been hearing us for people who follow astrology. We've been talking about, you know, this year was going to be a year of relationships. And people were talking about it over and over and over again over the last two years. This time that I'm talking about right now is that time of what? We, uh, what those astrologers have been talking about for the last two years. This is that time to get the right relationships or to get the wrong ones because you're birthing them into the next 20 years of what you'll be creating of relationships. So that is why this energy is so powerful. Now you also have the sun that is going to move into Libra on the 27th. Don't forget Libra is the relationship zone, but Libra also is about harmony and balance balance. It is justice in itself. The problem with Libra is most of us want to create justice when justice isn't meant to be created. And what I mean by that is we seek harmony and balance. We desire for harmony and balance. And what happens is, is accidentally this would be where I was speaking to myself, speaking about my own situations. I use my own situations so that I know that you can understand. I understand what is going on. All too often, we go into situations, you know, where we meant well, we met balance, we meant love. And before you know it, you're the less important person. This is what I mean by harmony and balance. Are you creating harmony in areas where it's not meant to be, where it's actually taking you further away from it? Or are you creating harmony and balance for everybody else and you don't get to be a part of it? Because Libra is very, very bad for that. I want nothing more than to find harmony and balance. The problem is, is while they're trying so hard to create harmony and balance, they actually create injustice. And that is the trick within this energy at this time, for the most part. It's the biggest trick that is going on. You have Jupiter, which has Cirrus right on top of it at this time, literally um, six degrees away, starting to magnify that, bringing into karma, into the ninth house of the higher self and the threefold. This is the time of where that, where that chain that you weren't being able, because what I'm being given is chains that you aren't being able to break. This is where you're going to start a new cycle again, or you'll continue on the same cycle you've been on. And this has everything to do with understanding what properly has to be nurtured and what has been neglected. Because if you don't understand the truth of what was nurtured and what was neglected, then the relationship will fail automatically because the justice can't be found. Right on. With that being said, that's pretty much all I got for you. Unless I go into a whole deep, long spew of other shit.
1: Uh, so you'll have
0: to check my weekly healing messages.
1: For there you that. go. And,
0: uh, we, uh, we ain't got time for that on this show. Exactly. That's why I said. So you can always subscribe on YouTube. Just look up Lady Stars of Fire. And I also give the uh, Zodiac readings. Um, one is astrology. One is tarot itself. And I give those free every month. So you can find that and subscribe. Just check the playlist so that you can find October because I'm already starting to put them out. Much love to you.
1: Right on, and uh, you can also find me Hill Hippie, on YouTube. I have not posted anything recently because I, I've been busy. But if <laughs> I can, uh, if I can get you guys to uh, send me some emails to hillhippy at H-I, h uh, i h i l l h i p p i e at fxbgpr dot com, th- requesting some more snippets of videos for those of you who are not. Uh, members of our Patreon site, I will be willing to do that. Didn't get back into uh, creating those little snippet videos of some random, stupid or silly or fun or just what the fuck just came out of his or her mouth moments. I'm more
0: than happy. That can be a little bit crazy from time to time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm more than willing to do it. Uh, Please check us out uh, uh, on our Facebook page, Otherland Dreams, fxbgpublicradio.com on Facebook. You You can find all the stuff that... Lady Stars and Fire talks about throughout the week. Her uh, weekly healing messages can all be uh, posted, uh, are all posted there.
0: Whatever I'm given from Spirit, that's usually the first place I post it. As well as if you're interested in your own personal um, private appointments with me, you can always look me up at ladystarsandfire.com. Absolutely. Much love to you.
1: May all your journeys be safe ones. Bye. Bye.
0: Come now, my darling, and step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten. Before our minds became clouded and filled with the rot. There was one, at least one in each and every glance.